Hello, humans. Welcome to my podcast for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria, and this is episode 91. It is December 26th, Wednesday. The new year is heading our way, and we are all looking for positive changes in our lives. So how do we get to that point? How do we start making those changes? Here are a few things I do to pull more positivity into my life. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased in your face opinion on how she thinks you could human better follow now to catch all their inspirational words on life business love and learning to empower yourself and now your host sabrina victoria Hello, you gorgeous humans. It is Wednesday, 3.55 p.m. I am in Georgia today, and uh, I'm not letting this goal pass me by. I still have 10 podcasts to do before December 31st, so I am on the road doing podcasts. Because that's what you do when you have a goal. You don't let anything get in your way. So listen, yesterday, or my last podcast, I guess, was set on how to be more positive in the morning. And I know that this is a topic that I've covered a couple of times throughout my 90 podcasts so far. But I really do think that having a positive attitude is the number one way to get what you want out of life and to be the happiest that you can possibly be. So I was doing some brainstorming, had a few... um you know, new acquaintances here in Georgia and some uh, new points of views. And I just kind of got to thinking and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do another one yet on positive thinking. It is so, so important. And, you know, I was just, I was thinking, it's like, you have to understand what you want to change. See, whenever you decide to make a change, you must first understand why you're making the change in the first place. So many of us get stuck in a rut, um, stuck in a certain lifestyle, stuck where you're at, and you want different changes. You want things in your life to change, but No, sometimes we don't actually identify and understand why and what, why and what. So maybe sitting down and having a conversation with yourself or with your spouse or with your children in order to better understand why you need to make the changes And that, I think, is one of the most important ones and what has kind of led me to, um, you know, talking about positivity again. Why? Why is making these changes so important? So if you are looking to lose weight or get healthier, instead of just saying, it's because I want to get thinner, why? 
what is the exact reason why and continue to ask yourself why until it makes sense. So for instance, if you're looking to get healthier, why are you looking to get healthier? Because I want to be thinner. Why do you want to be thinner? Because I'll, my clothes will fit better and I'll look better. Well, why is your clothes feeling, feeling better and you looking better so important? Well, um, I'll be more confident. Well, why do you want to be more confident? Because I want to teach and my children and be more confident in my job. Well, why is being more confident at your job and with your children so important? Well, because I want to get a raise. Well, why do you want to get a raise? Well, because, you know, financial freedom for myself and my children. Well, why is financial freedom so important? And continue to break it down until you come up with no more whys, until your why is so dissected over and over again that you get down to the pit, the bottom, the actual reason why you are alive, why you are here and why you wake up every single day. So whatever it is that you're going into 2019 with, whatever dreams or goals you are looking to hit, sit down and do this exercise with yourself and continue to ask yourself why, 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 why. And with that, you want to get rid of as much negativity as you can. And I know that this is not always possible. And I know it sounds amazing and it sounds, you know, like something obviously you need to get rid of the negativity. Um, but sometimes you can't, right? Sometimes it's your spouse. Sometimes you're just surrounded by it with your family. But, you know, when we make a decision to become positive, we need to follow that up with action, and, you know, in order to follow that up with action, we will begin to encounter situations and people that are negative. A lot of times they pop out more when they see positivity on their way. They tend to mock, they tend to make fun of, they tend to kind of call you out a little bit. Be wary of those people, number one. Number two, the opposite will also happen. So as much as positivity as you're throwing out into the world, the negatives will become more apparent, but the positive people will also become more apparent because positivity, just like negativity, draws positivity. So the more happiness and the more joy you find in your life, the more will come at you. You need to gear your life more towards those people and more towards that lifestyle. The other thing you want to make sure that you're doing is make sure you're getting enough exercise. I know they say the percentage is ridiculous as far as how many people aim to lose more weight or look better as far as a New Year's resolution, but not even looking good, right? Even just taking away, you know, the fact that you'll get thinner or feel better or whatever it is, it's obviously good for you physically, but it's also an excellent way to become more positive. See, exercise can change the direction of most situations in your life. When you start to exercise, you start to gain purpose, drive. It teaches you discipline. When you first start exercising, you'll feel better about yourself, which leads to having more confidence, 
which will reduce the amount of anxiety, reduce the amount of stress in your body. So whether it's on your list or not on your list, make it a point to start exercising more, even if it's just going for a walk at the um, around the block, make sure that you are moving and grooving every single day. Now, as I was saying before, you know, um, with positivity breeds positivity, when you're kind to others, when you're kind to others, a lot of times that positivity will flow from you into them and then them into you. People who engage in kind acts are just happier. They just are happier. Um, Just yesterday, my boyfriend and I were traveling on uh, Christmas Day, and we were driving, uh, looking for food after a while. We were driving up to Georgia, and we were looking for a restaurant, and we could not find a restaurant that was open. Everything was closed because it was Christmas Day. We pulled off at like five or six different pit stops trying to find food. The only thing we could find was McDonald's. And I'm not trying to be a prima donna here, but I refuse to eat McDonald's. So anyways, um, the last pit stop that we stopped at, obviously, we finally found food. And... um you know, we were kind of driving around. We didn't see anything. And then I saw some cars like way down on this little hill, like going down into a valley type atmosphere. And I'm like, I think I see a bunch of cars over there in the parking lot. Let's just see. So we drove up. We see CC's Pizza, which I'm not a fan of. And we're kind of like, eh, I don't know. But then we realized there was a Chinese restaurant right next door. So we're like, oh, well, maybe it's the Chinese restaurant. So my boyfriend goes up to the door. The door to the Chinese restaurant is open. We're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we park, we go in and um, the place is pretty packed because it's really the only place available on, you know, Christmas. There wasn't anything really available besides McDonald's. So um, we get seated and this little nine-year-old boy comes up to us and takes our drink order. He's like, hello, you know, welcome. He hands us our menus. He says, what would you like to drink? We both drink water predominantly, so we order our waters. He comes back with two waters, and uh, more and more people start coming in. We have a party of two that comes in, a party of two that comes in, a party of four, a party of eight, and um, as more people are slowly filtering in, uh, people are starting to leave. So the line for the checkout is very long. The line to get seated is very long, and there's like six or seven tables that are filled with dinner plates and napkins and glasses, just a mess, um, chopsticks. And um, we're kind of looking around. My boyfriend and I were like, man, this is like a little bit of a, a cluster mess here. Uh, there seems to only be two people on the floor, a nine-year-old boy and another woman actually taking orders and giving food. And then there's a little girl who's like 13 or 14 years old checking people out. And uh, that was it. Uh, The place was getting a little rowdy. The people in the front that were waiting to get seated were getting a little frustrated. The people that were looking to check out were getting a little frustrated. And I'm a helper by nature. Like I have to, when I see people in need, just my natural motherly instinct to just, you know, needing to assist and be the best I can be, like kicks in just automatically. So I'm 
like at the edge of my seat, just watching, you know, my boyfriend trying to have a conversation with me. He's like chit chatting about this and that. I'm not even paying attention to him. And after a while, he's like, what's going on? Like, what's the matter? I'm like, I feel like I need to help. And he's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, like this is ridiculous. Like, I just want to bust the tables. There's just, there's so many tables that are available to be seated, but no one can sit because they're filled with a bunch of food and nastiness. And we could just alleviate it if we just helped. Then they could sit and then they could pay and then everything, you know, give their menus and be good to go. And he's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to like um, disrupt, you know, I guess what would that be called? Like um, make them feel like they're not doing a good job. Um, And I also didn't know legalities of it. Like we just start busting tables. You know, are they going to be like, no, it's against the law. You can't do that. I got to know what to do. I don't want to get in trouble. But the people who were looking to get seated, you can tell they were starting to get antsy, you know, real frustrated. Like we were here first. No, we were here first and all of this stuff. They just couldn't handle it. And the little boy was like trying his best to clear off tables and seat people. It just wasn't going fast enough. So um, I got up. I'm like, let's just do it. And uh, I got up. My boyfriend went and got one of those big bins to put food in. And we just started clearing tables uh, as quickly and as fast as we could. I got a washcloth. I'm putting, you know, um, plates and bowls and, and cups inside this bin. You know, my boyfriend goes, he empties it. I'm wiping down tables and putting new placemats down and organizing the salt and pepper. And then I went to the next table. He comes back with another bin where, you know, again, another table that was like 12 people filling this bucket up, putting new placements down. We're having people seat slowly. Um, then a few other patrons that were sitting saw us busting tables. So they got up and they started busting tables. And we bust probably seven or eight, you know, tables. Everyone got seated. We handed everyone their menus. Everyone's so thankful. The atmosphere was just, you know, a great vibe. I was so happy and saying, oh, you guys are so great. You guys are so wonderful. This is the thing, guys. It's like, you know, there was, it was a lot of chaos. It was a lot of frustration. Uh, there was a lot of uh, unnecessary, um, I guess, anxiety in the room. And it was easily f- diffused by just a few extra helping hands. And the feeling that my boyfriend and I walked away with that night, just feeling like superheroes, feeling like we saved the day, giving each other high fives, was just an amazing feeling. And it was a great uh, experience for, you know, the nine-year-old and the 14-year-old children that were working there. We wound up talking to the little boy in great lengths about, you know, his entrepreneurial skills and how his dad came over when he was 18 years old and opened up this this restaurant and it's been here for like 30 plus years and then we started talking to another set of customers who have been coming there for the past you know like 10 years and they knew the children when they were young and um tons of congratulations you know like awesome good job you guys are good people such a good good feeling and this is the thing guys see We walked out of that restaurant feeling better, feeling more positive when we left than when we came. And it it had nothing to do with like getting goodness for our lives. It was helping other people and being kind to other people. We still paid our bill. We didn't get a discount on our bill. We didn't get it for free food. Um, You know, we literally just 
did something positive and we walked away feeling positive. And I think a lot of times we forget that. We forget that having a positive outlook on life, that being positive towards people, that being a good Samaritan oftentimes rewards us by feeling more positive. We walked away from that restaurant feeling like we were on top of the world, feeling so great about ourselves and wishing, um, you know, the two kids good luck with all of their endeavors. And um, of course, just leaving the restaurant, having everyone else, you know, leaving everyone else with a good story, a story that they could go back and share with their family about how two customers just started getting up, busting tables. And that will then, you know, p- um, pay it forward for other people. Other people will hear that story and it will go on and on. And, and that would probably cause somebody else to maybe when they're in a similar situation or something like that, where they'll think back to that story and they'll say, hey, you know, these people did this you know, that one day and it was positive and good vibes, maybe I should do it also. And that's how positive waves of positivity come in and out of our lives. And see, and that was able to happen because of a support group, right? And that's why it's so important to make sure that your your network is positive and supportive. Because when my boyfriend and I got up and we started busting tables, two other people also customers got up and also started busting tables. Actually, one person started busting tables, but then another person who was actually waiting for their food to be, they were like getting takeout. They weren't even sitting. They were just standing waiting for their takeout. Uh, That guy came over and he wasn't even sitting. He didn't even need a seat. Started helping us um, bus tables. And, um, This is the thing. When you're a positive person bringing positive influence into your life, other positive people will be drawn towards you. It's just a natural thing. And I think it's so, so important to to gravitate towards that and really understand that for what it is. You want a strong social support it's critical, especially during a stressful times, right? Those children were so stressed. There's no way that a 19, a 9-year-old and a 14-year-old can uh, manage that level of anxiety, right? But see, we pulled together a positive network during their stressful time, and we were able to help them pull through it. And they were so thankful, giving hugs and thanking us. Even the little nine-year-old boy came up to me afterwards and was so grateful. He's like, thank you so much. He's giving us fist bumps. And he goes, hey, You know how when you join a business or start a business, you're supposed to pay for it? Like you need to pay in order to own a business? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, you guys are such good helpers. I'm going to let you join our business for free. And I was like, what? Really? And him and I went back and forth about five minutes about, you know, our endeavors for the restaurant and, you know, good ideas that we might have and his ideas and how he's going to take it over when his parents die. And, um, you know, he's been working since he was five years old and you could just see the vibe. You could see the, um, the support. Uh, that he appreciated. And that's all about building your network, doing good things for others. Good things will happen. 
And you want to make sure that you're just eliminating the bad, eliminating the negative, eliminating the non-essentials. See, once you identify the things that are most important in your life, which for me is people, right? People are so important. Everything that I do in my life is for my family, is for my son, is for long-term, long-term with the people in my life that I love. And once you can start eliminating everything else, eliminate the material, the material assets, eliminating the need for a big house or a big car or whatever it is and start concentrating more on what's really important. That's when your network grows, positivity grows, your financial freedoms grow, and it just all snowballs into something so brilliant. I can say without a doubt that I am at this point in my life, leading a semi-minimalist life, I feel more free and less stress in my life than I ever have in previous circumstances. And it is such a good feeling. But this is the thing. It's all baby steps. It's all baby steps. This isn't anything that happened overnight. This isn't anything that can happen overnight. These are all things that happen slowly over time. You making tiny little adjustments and tiny little increments in your life that snowball into something magnificent. And I think that is what is most important. That is what's most important as far as making sure that you're making true positive changes in your life um, at all different times of your life, depending on where you're at and how old you are and where you are. You know, some of you listening are young, 18, 19 years old. You have your whole life ahead of you. Some of you are in your thirties or forties and you're married or divorced and you've got children, you've got a mortgage and a car payment and there's all of these um, these stresses that are upon you. And then others of you who are in your 50s or 60s or 70s who are dealing with other other things and ailments and you know things that happen as you get older, retiring or not retiring. But this is the thing. Positivity can be present in your life at any time. It doesn't matter. It's all based on how you decide to view things but it's all baby steps. So you need to analyze your life, see where you're at, see what kind of baby steps that you can take towards positivity that's available for you where you're at now and work towards that. So listen, thanks so much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and also under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit sabrinavictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.